Adelaide, hello to you. She's four minutes past nine o'clock on grand final day. It feels like Christmas morning. There's no doubt about that. Your dead set legends are here to take your text calls and whatever's going for the next couple of hours. And then Triple M will be rocking football from 11.30 today. And what I've noticed over the years on field, especially in finals, the cream rises to the top. And I've started to figure out off field it happens as well because Rocky, we've got our way. <laughs> oh, yes. It's the Rocky and Tomo show and the other boys have just been admitted. They've buggered off. Morning, Hetty. Oh, he's not here. <laughs> no, he's not Hedy. here. No, Hetty. So it's just you and me. We've been chasing this ever oh, since uh, Ever since it was pitched to us, the, the Rocky and Tomo show. It's <laughs> it's going to be highest rating, I think. There's not a cloud in the sky. Oh, Grand final day. We, we actually get to talk some serious footy. We've got some serious, serious... Uh, Football IQ coming on as well. Oh, yeah. Jude Bolton, Chad Corns. We're going to speak to him about his, his brother's run, Kane's yep. run. That yep. was outstanding, but also about what, what it takes to win the premiership and then what happens after yeah. you win the premiership the next couple of days. Especially so. Chad. And I'll tell you what is, uh, he enjoys himself off-field as my mm. male. Is that right, Rob? Yeah, he certainly does. For a man in his nick, yep. he, he's chiselled as they come, but he, he certainly enjoys a, a beer responsibly, yep. of course, but uh, he would have partied very hard, I would have thought, after they won that. She's guest galore on the Dead Set Legends today. We're going to catch up with Fergie. We're dialing into India to figure out what's going on. And for those that have just joined us, if it's your first time in, the, in a month or so, Rock, he's just buggered off for cash, hasn't he? Like he's taken off and he's, you know, he's trying to line the pockets and he's actually asked for another week off, which is extraordinary. He's, he's spending another week over in India. So we, we initially thought he must be going away before the cricket season starts, take the family away, nice yeah. holiday. You, you work a fair bit throughout the year. So ha- have a holiday, no worries. But he's five weeks and he's just filling his pockets in India. And I'm hearing it's performance, but uh, performance, but the contract. That's why he's asked for another week because he's made that many globes over there. It's not oh. funny. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. I know he reckons sort of back end. <laughs> he's saying that he might get a couple of roads later on. <laughs> uh, we got a massive show here on the Dead Set Legends. Grand final edition. And why don't we kick it off? With a bit of Mike Brady. Up there, Gazali. Travis Head joins us next. We've got to sort of raft him out of training next, Rock. Come on, Diz. Triple M. Ah, how good. Mike Brady up there, (laughs) Gazali. She's grand final morning here at Triple M. This is the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockcliffe and Tomo taking you through to 11.30 today. And Rocky, what we're doing here on 04885-1047, we're running a little bit of a a grand final sweep with the the Triple M punters out there. So what we're after is who's going to win the margin and the Norm Smith. And what about the prize oh, if you get mate, it? Seriously, we've got double passes galore to go check out. Um, Eskimo Joe. Eskimo Joe. <laughs> Three doubles. Yeah, 04885-1047. Obviously free to get involved. Just hit us up on the text line. We'll read them out. And this time next week, we will hand over the double passes. So 04885-1047 to get involved. Have you got a little tip to kick us off? Winner, Margin, and, and Norm, Norm Smith. Yep. So I think Sydney by 24. Wow. And uh, Parker. Luke Parker. Luke Parker for, mm. the, uh, for the Norm Smith. So nearest to the pin if there's no exact answer. But yep. text them through. Great prize. Yep. 04885-1047. Make sure you get involved with that. But uh, right now, now we're a man down. Man down. We've got to be honest. What about that opening song? Goose, oh. Goosebumps galore there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's just your hangover, that. But. <laughs> um, well, we'll get to that later. So we're a man down, mate. So usually it's uh, Callum Ferguson that joins us. And uh, he's over in India playing cricket. So for the past couple of weeks, we thought, you know what, why don't we just uh, step it up a notch and get the player of the series from the Ashes series, Travis Head. So he, he's done a fine job the last fortnight. Yeah, pulled him off the street. He hasn't been doing a, a great deal lately. He no. wasn't up there playing for Australia. So we thought, look, we'll give this young kid a go. We'll put, yep. him on, put him on air, see how he goes. And he's performed really well. He's been good. He's starting to get some real momentum about him, Rock. Real momentum. Grand final day. Yep. Where are you? He joins us on the phone right now. Hetty, what the hell's going on? Hey boys, cricket season started uh, yesterday. What's uh, is it a big day today or not? Oh wow, he's just come off the top with a nice little sharp one. Oh. Now, Hetty, explain to me what are you doing right now because we're here in cricket training, which is a dead set disgrace if true. <laughs> yeah, cricket training on grand final day. Thankfully, it's in the morning, but yeah, we leave for Brisbane tomorrow morning, so for the first fixture on Monday. So um, yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it in this morning. Apparently, Ferg made the call in and just said. Uh, bit worried about his seat and when I made sure that Dizzy uh, made training on this morning. So, uh, now, yeah. now, we understand you've got training. Is that because you haven't won a game in the last four years? 
new season, new year, new backs, mate. So fingers crossed we can start uh, the first two games. We play Monday, Wednesday. We've got uh, Queensland and Tassie. So hopefully we uh, start on the right foot. Now, Hetty, what kind of, like, if, if you don't have any pull, who does down there? You're coming off a player of the series, you're batting six for Australia, and you can't swindle out of a little state training. No, yeah, no, I don't run the run the show here. Dizzy's got it uh, down pat, mate. So um, it was a very brisk conversation the other day. I said, "Hey, mate, uh, been going pretty well the last couple of weeks. Got two more to go. What do you reckon?" And he just said, "Yeah, I'll see you on Saturday morning at home, mate." So, well, um, we're hearing because you've got the newborn, beautiful little girl as oh, well. Yeah, yeah, lovely little girl that you actually don't have training at all. You just wanted the morning off. Oh, come on, that can't be true. <laughs> Well, I've been kicked out of the house, yeah, so training or, or Triple M. So, um, yeah, no, I'm being useless around the house. So, no, Jess is every opportunity to boot me out. But, no, she's going out to a party this afternoon. She's a well-deserved break. So, me and Miller have got the GF at home this afternoon, which is going to be nice. Beautiful. Nice. Now, um, we understand, actually, we spoke to Dizzy during the week, and he, he said that you could have come in and, and, and done the show with us. Ooh. But because you haven't made a run in the last 12 months since the Ashes oh, series, you better right. go to training. Oh, come on. That to say, it was lucky we're not going to subcontinent, but yeah, I did need a couple extra, <laughs> need a couple extra sessions. Uh, yeah, so I'll be making the most this morning and yeah, hopefully a couple of runs one day. Uh, you're a good man, Hetty. Thanks so much for jumping on board, mate. You got a tip for us before we let you go? Well, I went single last week for the Norm Smith, so I'll have to go Geelong by what, 18 or 19? 18. I'll go 18, Geelong yeah. 18, single for the Norm Smith. Beautiful, good mate. Good. Go well today and all the best tomorrow. Good on you, Hetty. Thanks, boys. Cheers, boys. See you next yeah, week. Very good. Old, old, old Jessica Lesbie speaks a little bit like this, actually. <laughs> Have you noticed that? The big diss. <laughs> We're opening up the phones after 10.30 today. Why can't you watch the grand final? Sorry about that, Jason. Triple M. <laughs> Triple M, 104.7 on the dial. And we're also on the listener as well, L-I-S-T. And uh, it's the Dead Cert Legends with Tom Rockcliffe and Tomo for this Saturday morning. No Callum Ferguson, no Travis Head. We just spoke to him. <laughs> it's incredible. They've left us in the lurch on the biggest day of all. Rock. Well, is it a surprise, though? Because we've come to learn with Ferg in big moments, mm. he just disappears. Yeah, well, th- let's... Let's peel this back a little bit because uh, I, I would say this is, if not our biggest show, our second biggest show of the year. The other one was uh, the tragic passing of Shane Keith Warren, which was early hours on the Saturday morning. And we had to jump on the mic about six hours later. That was tough. Yeah, that was tough, yeah. And uh, <coughs> our man went down. Ferguson went down with food poisoning. Food poisoning, alleged <laughs> food poisoning. An oat latte got the better of him. An oat latte. Well, that's <laughs> incredible, isn't it? Why is he drinking oat milk anyway? <laughs> But then, of course, today he's not here grand yep. final day. We've seen him. He got his opportunity to play test cricket. How'd that go? Oh, no. I, I wasn't going there. How'd that go? I wasn't going there. Four. Never Four. seen again. Run out. <laughs> Run out. Come All on, right. Ferg. Right anyway, on. Massive, massive game today. Let's get stuck let, into let's, it. Let's get into it. This should be a ripping game. Um, two best teams of the year, I think. They've both been really hot in the second half of the year. Geelong, clearly the number one seed in the competition. Sydney, they've come from a little bit back, but... Mm-hmm. The young team, they took a little bit to find their feet this season, but their second half of the year has been, been irresistible. We spoke about it on this show earlier. I, I had a great chat uh, to the high-performance manager last year after we played Sydney down at Port Adelaide, Stuart Graham, and we spoke about Sydney. Yep. They're, they're, they're going to be the real deal in, in the next couple of years. Yeah. I didn't expect them to be this good that quick, but... Um, you look across the board, uh, the McCartan brothers down back, really solid. Rampy as well. Blakey's, Blakey and Lloyd across that halfback flank, give them that rebound run. And then they've got stars through the middle of the ground. Warner's going to be a superstar. Luke mm. Parker leads from the front. And, and then, of course, their forward line, Franklin. Papley, if he's up and about. Hickey, Hickey's played a really important role. I've just having, having a look at his picture in the paper. It's quite humorous. How's he look? <laughs> the old curly Fritz up top. <laughs> his eyes are, are yep. darting both ways, but... That's the Sydney side of things. I think Sydney will win. I think they'll win by four, four now, goals. Are you, are you saying that just because you, you want them to win or are you dead set think they'll yeah, win? Yeah, no, I've tipped them all week. And um, after, the pre, uh, after the qualifying final, when they beat Melbourne mm. and the way they beat Melbourne, they had about five or six of their superstars down. Heaney was quiet. Franklin was quiet. The McCartan brothers didn't do much. Blakey was quiet. Um, Warner was quiet. Mm-hmm. And they still got it done comfortably. Yeah. Just the way they hunt. They have a real desire to pressure and get after the opposition. Geelong's the same. Geelong have changed their style a bit. And we're probably not giving them enough credit this year. Tom Hawkins, how good's he been? He, he's getting better with age. Cameron in that, that forward line. Stengel's been a revelation for him as well. 
Joel Selwood continues to do what he does, deconing a young player down back. He's been he's been super. So it sets up to be a ripping contest. That they're playing a different style, and I've seen some really good footage from David King during yeah. the week about how they set up their ruck, and then he slips behind the footy. Stanley plays it as a defender. They get their plus one. Stewart sets him up across half back. Well, it took Brisbane a half to figure that out. Yeah, and and then the game was done and dusted. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm a big believer, and another reason I'm tipping Sydney is I'm a big believer whoever has the harder prelim generally goes on to win the game. And that, that could be a myth. It's just true to me. That's what I believe to be to be true. So well, you look at it last year, Western Bulldogs versus the Port Adelaide Footy Club in, they, the, in the prelim. Yeah, Melbourne did a little bit the same to Geelong. Mm-hmm. They rolled over the top yep. of them. But the year, the year before, 2020, when we lost that, it was a... a Six-point loss. Richmond yep. went on to win the flag. I just think you, you're a bit more hardened and ready for the contest where Geelong, because they had it so easy after half time last week against Brisbane, who realistically may have played their grand final the week before, mm. they might be a little bit off early. So it gives Sydney the opportunity just to get into the tempo, get the game, and now they play their style, and it might take Geelong a little bit more time to react. So for me, it, it should be a ripping contest. Who are you tipping? Yeah, I'm, mate, I think Geelong will win, but I'm going for Sydney. In my, in my heart of hearts, I want Sydney to win. So the big one for me, and I want to uh, pick your brain on this. So in 2011 yep. was when uh, Geelong obviously won their, their last flag. So who was involved with that was Selwood, Hawkins, and Duncan. Duncan was the sub. The next year, the Sydney Swans won the flag in 2012. Sam Reid and Luke Parker was, were involved with that, also the sub. Now, everyone keeps on going back about, you know, oh, they you know, they played in so many grand finals, uh, Geelong finals hard. And the last grand final they played in was in front of 29,000 people. At It'll the be Gabba. at the Gabba. It's in front of 100,000 people today. It is like it's it, it's so even, it's not funny. There's so many play, different players experiencing that. Five out of 40 odd have played in front of uh, 100,000 people. So this is a new experience for everyone. So does that take is that any is there any chance of that at all? Of uh, that affecting the game, Rock, with some nerves of players coming through? Oh, I think it would. I've never played in front of 100,000, yeah. so I can't really answer that. But there is reports breaking um, that Max Holmes is actually a laid out, yep. so he won't play. We all sort of uh, thought that may be the case. It, it certainly does. And and grand final day, I'd imagine, is very different for, for both clubs. So the prelim last week, you have generally more of your supporters there. So mm. Sydney, they would have had a lot of their supporters. Geelong would have had a lot of their supporters. What happens grand final day is you have 75,000 corporates there yeah. and 35 real supporters of members of their footy club. So yep. um, it'll be loud. It'll be a great atmosphere and, and one that every player that's ever played footy would love to experience, grand final day at the MCG. And there's always the debate about playing it in different states. 100,000, you can't get 100,000 anywhere else in, in the country. So it has to be at the MCG. It's going to be a ripping game either way. Can't wait for that. So, And just touching on what Rock said before, re- report suggesting Max Holmes for the Cats late out. We'll see if we can get a bit more detail, detail on that. Triple M. 26 minutes away from 10 o'clock, 104.7 Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe and Tomo taking you through your sports show on a Saturday morning. No Callum Ferguson, can you believe it? <laughs> and no Travis Head either, so you're uh, well stuck with the pig and, and myself pressing the buttons for you, Rock. But um, well, what we're doing here is a grand final sweep on the Dead Set Legends for today. Massive day, Swans taking on the Geelong Football Club to get involved, 04885-1047. Very, very simple, a whole heap here, uh, Marcus has said 29 point winners to Geelong Jeremy Cameron Norm Smith uh, Brett sent through Sydney 29 points Heaney for Norm Smith so Mm. make sure you keep on sending those through and we'll give you a double pass to go suss out Eskimo Adjo we belong together Triple M's Dead Set Legends stories from home and away Yes, so we've mentioned it a couple of times here. We know that I own a couple of horses, Tomo, yep. so I'm in, involved. I, I love uh, the, the horse racing industry and, and what they do and the horse care and, and everything about horses. So I own a couple personally, but I'm also in a syndicate, the, the Free Money Syndicate. So we've got a few of the Port Adelaide players in that. Who's in that, mate? Ollie Wines, Darcy Byrne-Jones. Tom Cleary yep. and uh, ex-retired superstar, the future Johnny Butcher. Johnny Butcher. Johnny Butcher. So he runs it. He uh, he does all the financials for us and whatnot. And we, we've stumbled across a, a really, really, really good one. Um, not usual, glorious. So he's the people's champ. He's the people's horse. Love it. Everyone, everyone loves him. We we know that the uh, the Russia crew went out to Balaclava last week. It yes. ran in the Balaclava Cup. 
and I tipped it to him, but we, we always said it might be a little bit short, 60 tip. Yeah. Ran, ran six. Still it was, it was a, a very, very good run. It had 60 kilos on its back, but this horse loves it wet. So okay. it, it headed off to Benalla, my hometown. So where's Benalla, mate? Country Vic, isn't it? Yeah, northeast Victoria. So the sort of the bottom of all the mountains, bottom of Mount, Mount Buller and whatnot through through there. And yeah, it's nice. Lovely, uh, lovely spot uh, in Australia, mm-hmm. but particularly Country Victoria. So I, I had a bit of a chat to oh, Cameron Symes, who runs the – he's a track manager. Okay. He runs the uh, the course here at Banana. I said, yep. just make sure that the heavens open up and we yep. get a heavy 10. Just saturate it. Saturate it, make it as wet as you can. Of Poke course, the holes in the irrigation sort of, of stuff. Of course, we've had plenty of rain around <laughs> Australia this year. Yeah. So we uh, ended up, I think it opened a heavy eight, got to a, a heavy 10, and, and didn't the punters come for it responsibly, of course, but mm. it got backed off the map. I think it opened about 290, could have got early, and ends up jumping a dollar ninety five favourite. Yep. Travis Dowdle and, and Theo, their, their team down there, he's a, a very, very good up-and-coming SA trainer. So if there's anyone that wants to get involved in horse racing, give him a call. Go down there. But this is how it played out yesterday afternoon. Field of seven set. Wertheimer was the late scratching and they're off. Dancing Duck and Good Idea were both slow to begin. Getting out well, not usual. Glorious, he's going to go straight to the top, the favourite. Not usual, Glorious under pressure, but responding from White Cliff and then Dark Dream. Further back to Classy Joe and Spanish Tides has got to the outside. He's hard at work on Not Usual, Glorious. He's finding a bit. White Cliff on the outside, won't go away. Down the outside, Spanish Tides, but Not Usual, Glorious Bang. is pulling out plenty. And wins the bet 365. Vanilla Gold Cup from go to woe. It was always going to happen. A nice little oh, open rock. Yes, he goes to the front. He doesn't get caught. He's as tough as nails. And uh, Neil Farley gave him an absolute peach of a ride. He went to the front. Never looked like losing. I was a little bit nervous at the 400. <laughs> but he, uh, not usual glorious. He is a warrior and an absolute champion. Just kicked and away we go. And then didn't we party hard yeah. responsibly, of yeah. course. Isn't, looking at you this morning, you love this horse more than your kids, mate. <laughs> 16 minutes away from 10 o'clock for your Saturday morning. It's the Dead Set Legends. This morning with Tom Rockliffe and Tomo Triple M rocking football from 11.30 today. Now our next guest, I tell you what, just oozed class when he played. 325 games to his name. Two-time premiership player for the Sydney Swans and now dominating the rush hour in Sydney every single day. Gus, uh, Jude and Wendell Saylor. Oh, it's a 40 or 6. A juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> juggernaut. Jude Bolton, hello to you. Tomo, Tom, how are you, lads? Yeah, mate, good, thanks. We're, we're on top of the world. How pumped are you for grand final day, mate? Oh, there's a huge buzz here. I'm just uh, in the down in the bowels of uh, the MCG at the moment, and um, yeah, just the the sea of red and white and uh, and blue and white out the front. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, Ex Sydney player, you'd be absolutely filling the pockets all week doing oh, no. cashies <laughs> functions on. everywhere when you do. Oh, hey, Tom, it's all on the books. All on the books <laughs> hey. Now, Sydney, did you expect them to rise so quickly? I spoke about them at the start of the season. I thought they'd be the big improvers this hmm. season. I didn't think they'd make it to the grand final just yet. They're young, that they're exciting. Have you seen? How have you seen their improvement this year? Yeah, I felt they'd be best contending next year. Like I thought, they've they've still got yeah. lots of youth and that you know. But the consistency of some of the youngsters and they're playing, you know, really top line footy. And you talk of the likes of you know Chad Warner and Errol Gould and those types that they've they've had really consistent um, years. And 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 that's what's mean, meant that they're uh, they're playing good football. So yeah, incredible advances have been made by this this side and. Like they're right up there into their ears with uh, with this game today. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on you. I'm sure you'll be tipping Sydney. I want you to tell me why Sydney will win this game, and then I want to and then I want you to tell me why Geelong will win this game. Okay, so for, Sydney will win this game because they'll smack them right between the eyes the first ten minutes and uh, bring the real pressure and heat. I think uh, Geelong haven't been tested apart from maybe that first quarter against Collingwood, where Collingwood actually raced away uh, and got out into a, a solid lead, uh, but then they were able to arrest the momentum from there. But I think they've had a little bit of a softer lead into the, the final, and uh, Sydney will be able to jump them and go from there. So you've been listening to the show. That's pretty much exactly what I said in the preview. I said whoever has a harder prelim generally goes starts well and just blows the other team out early. Why did Geelong win the game then? 
so Geelong's obviously got a, a, a star-studded lineup. You know, three All Australians inside forward fifty, and, and Jeremy Cameron, Tom Hawkins, Tyson Stengel, who's been an, a sensational this, uh, player this year. I just think they'll they'll get some of their um, you know matchups right in defence as well, and I think they'll get that extra player. And Sydney might not use the ball as well. So, um, you know, in that sense, Geelong will be able to just uh, run over the top of the uh, over the Swans. Hey, Jude, we're uh, obviously seeing Ryan Clark at his best throughout 2022, dominating in the tagging role. Who's he go to today, you reckon? I think Mitch Duncan, to be honest, yep. off half back and just play that sort of uh, uh, defensive forward role that he's done really well. He's been able to sneak forward, kick a goal at times and just test his opponent. But but he's so diligent in that, that role and and hence why he's been in the team. He's been a really important um, role player for the Swans. And you're working today, Jude? Uh, just about to go on air for, for the broadcast, and then um, I'll, I'll do a few of the you know, grand final breakfasts and things like that. I'll just watch, watch the game, and, and if the Swans win, uh, get to interview them after the game. So it's pretty exciting. Well, there, there is a bit of a history of rush hour staff thinking that they've actually played in the game. So we had That's Bernie true. Vince last year <laughs> yeah. get in the Melbourne huddle it's and actually sing the song. Yep. Do we expect to see Drew Bolton in the in the huddle after they win the game today? Oh, well, if I've had a few up in the September uh, club, maybe I, I might might come in with a head full of steam. You never know. Well, Jude, fair enough. You won two flags for Sydney. <laughs> Bernie won stuff all. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, mate. You're a good man, and go the Swans. Cheers, Tomo. Thanks, Tom. Good on you, Jude. No, what a star he is. Now, Jay-Z Clark is going to join us next, which is going to be a good conversation. Get the latest out of Melbourne as well. And this grand final sweep is going off, oh, Rocky. Nuts. 0488510047. To get involved, we've got Eskimo Joe tickets to give away. All we want from you, Triple M family, the winner, the margin, and the Norm Smith medal. 048510047. Triple M. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. AFL Newsbreaker, Jay Clark. Nah, we love getting this man on. He's had a hell of a year on the Dead Set Legends. There's no doubt about that. He joins us on this lovely Saturday morning, just before Grand Final Day. How good? Hello, Jay Z. Uh, good morning, team. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. I like to get up in the morning. You bounce out of bed on Grand Final Day. I'm at the MCG right now. Blue skies, people everywhere. The um, Atmosphere is already buzzing. Now, let's not remember last year's grand final I watched in my um, Ugg boots and tracksuit pants. So it's nice to be amongst the people and getting around everyone ahead of this absolute cracker. This could be one of the great grand finals. Moving on, Jay. Huge story out of Hawthorne this week. It, it's yeah. been news everywhere. Any yeah. update on that? Yeah, massive. I mean, you think this is going to drag on for months, potentially into next season, and, and turn into a bit of an ugly court battle. i tell you what, uh, Chris Fagan and Alistair Clarkson, as we know, are going to vigorously defend uh, those claims of mistreatment to uh, Indigenous uh, players. They're adamant they're going to uh, fight it, but they have had to stand down, and it's thrown those two clubs' preparations for next season into chaos already. So North Melbourne, whose soft cap is now stretched by the Alistair Clarkson appointment, maybe they have to turn to Lee Adams, who was the standing coach last year, to take charge of the pre-season and potentially into next year, depending on how that goes. John Blakey's future is a little bit uncertain, so maybe Lee Adams gets the reins. Their soft cap, as I said, uh, really is quite maxed out, so there's not a lot of flexibility in there. And at Brisbane, whether it's Mark Stone, who becomes um, the interim uh, coach, of course, you've got a trade period to prepare for. So really, it is um, really, tr- um, really quite challenging for those two clubs at the moment. Peter Gordon, of course, the former Western Bulldogs president, has been brought in. Um, to help the AFL's um, legal counsel. And Leon Zwyer, very aggressive and highly respected uh, lawyer, is helping the families of the Hawthorne players. So I tell you what, it's going to be... yeah, it's going to be a really big challenge, I think, for everyone um, involved. And if the AFL says it will investigate it fully and thoroughly, and we'll see where we land with all this in uh, six months' time. Hey, Jay-Z, just on that with the Hawthorne Footy Club, Luke Hodge, yep. you know, the, the premiership skipper of the, for three times, had no idea yep. that this stuff was going on behind the scenes. The 400-gamer in Sean Burgoyne had no yep. idea about his fellow Indigenous, the, the treatment of those players. Yep. Like, where are we at from a Hawthorne point of view if those prominent figures had no no clue. Yeah, it's a really good question, Tomo. That is one of the biggest burning questions because Shawnee Burgoyne, um, obviously it was a huge part of his off-field role at the footy club to work with the younger Indigenous players and make sure they were okay and be across their, all their family situations and the, and the ins and outs. So when he says 
I had no idea of any of this. It makes you really stand and go, you know, wow. So, um, look, we, we, they'll, they'll fight the allegations. We are not saying whether they're proven um, or otherwise. That's That'll right. all uh, take, you know, natural justice through the, through the courts. But it, it is one of the most curious parts of this whole thing that Sean Burgoyne, and as you said, Luke Hodge, the captain, Sam Mitchell was the same, Jordan Lewis, you know, if mm. this, how do these guys not get wind of this? So it'll be something that'll like be continued to ask uh, over the next few months. And once that final siren goes this afternoon, we know it, it quickly shifts uh, to the trade market. What's uh, player, player movement was? September club for the siren goes, and then we go to the September club, Rocky, to be honest. So, so then we worry about the trade period, but I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, I think Port Adelaide's going to get involved in this Luke Jackson deal. So mm. they've uh, got about pick eight. Now, Melbourne want a pick inside top 10 uh, from Fremantle. So one top 10 pick and maybe another first round pick. So Port Adelaide has uh, pick eight. And I just wonder whether there's swap between Fremantle and Port Adelaide to give uh, to help satisfy Melbourne on that Jackson trade deal. So there could be a shuffling back of uh, Port Adelaide's first pick potentially. That's all being discussed and, and thrashed out at the moment over the next uh, couple of weeks. So that certainly will be interesting. Junior Reale, we know we'll get to Port Adelaide. The Crows are being aggressive too. Made a play for Collingwood's Caleb Poulter. Mm-hmm. Didn't get much of a look in this year under Craig McRae, but certainly showed some exciting signs. He's got real wheels on the wing. And you think him um, linking up with Jordan Dawson, then potentially Isaac Rankin. The Crows are certainly one of the most aggressive clubs in this year's trade period. So plenty of moves um, in this year's exchange period for the two South Australian clubs. One um, list manager told me yesterday he thinks there could be up to 45 players uh, move clubs in this exchange period. And plenty still under contract, so it's going to be a uh, pretty interesting time. Uh, We've loved your stuff on the Dead Set Legends this year. Jay-Z, you enjoy today, brother. Good on you, team. 104.7 104.7 Triple M. This is the Dead Set Legends with Tom Rockliffe and Tomo. Triple M rocking football from 11.30 today. And Rocky, we are a man down, which is extraordinary because it's the biggest show of the year. Grand final, you'd expect everyone to be on board. We know that Ferg's filling his pockets up overseas and yep. Travis Head, Dizzy's called training. Training. Training on grand final day. Yeah, honestly. A Saturday morning training just to finish dead last, the Redbacks once again. But anyway, <laughs> we thought we'd jump on board the phone and see if we can get Callum Ferguson, the time difference is about three in the morning over there in India at the moment. Ferg, you got us. Tomo, great to be here. Now, mate, sorry to interrupt your time off. You're obviously spending it at home with your uh, beautiful family. I am heading over to India. I've got a month over there. (laughs) Oh, come on, Ferg. Oh, you're not running over there for massive cash, are you, Ferg? If you can show me facts and figures, I'm pretty happy to run with it. (laughs) Oh, come on, Ferg. Now, now, have you got any advice for keeping your stories, uh, you know, under 20 minutes? I don't know much about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on, Ferg. How about doing a live read without yelling? I don't know much about it. Hey, Ferg, our mail is you've been incredible on the source over there for the past month, but some of your Aussie teammates, uh, they're leaving the scene a little bit early don't like seeing that from young players. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't you can't peer pressure them, Ferg. What do you think about the Rock and Tomo show so far? Quite impressive. <laughs> <laughs> now, did the cream Greg Blewett gave you help that rash that you had trouble with, Fergus? Honestly, I, I've never really been big on this stuff. <laughs> oh, sure. But uh, why do you keep using it? There's incidents that seem to be drawing attention and it's negative. Right. Uh, okay. At least tell us, where is the cream going? Hemis, calf, groins, nowhere near those areas. (laughs) (laughs) You're not putting it on the freckle again for natural pleasure, are you, Ferg? It's not really, you know, anything to do with you blokes. (laughs) Thanks for your time, Fergus. Yeah, it's not really me. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Ferg. (laughs) That's the sharpest he spoke. That's the best I've ever heard him. And short and sharp. This motorsport update with Rusty is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. On the line is our good mate Greg Rust from the Rusty's Garage podcast, which you can get for free on the listener app. It is flying. Now, Rusty, footy finals means we're a step closer to the Bathurst. So the teams are doing their final testing before heading to the mountain. Rocky and Tomo, good morning. Yes, absolutely. So, um, obviously, this coming week, we'll see a bit more action from the wild card. So, Craig Lowndes pairing with a, a bright, talented youngster in Declan Fraser in a third car run by the, the Triple Eight team. So, they'll have another hit out. Same story for Greg Murphy, who's making a, a kind of one-off comeback alongside 
uh, fellow Kiwi, Richie Stanaway, with a third car from the Erebus team. But in recent days, uh, there's been a bit of activity at the, at the Winton circuit in Victoria, for example. And what we might be thinking of Walkinshaw, who was successful in last year's Bathurst, and we you kind of automatically, when it comes to short-price favourites, think of the Red Bull team and, and Dick Johnson Racing. Uh, have a little think about a good combo in Cam Waters and James Moffat, whose father uh, is a legendary racer in this in this country. They've been absolutely rock solid. We know that car will be fast at the mountain, and Cam hasn't been afraid to get the elbows out with Shane Van Gisbergen this year. And the F1 calendar's out, Rusty. 24 races next year. That's massive. Mm. Absolutely. absolutely. That's the biggest. You know what? The biggest we have ever seen. So spare a thought for the teams, they are going to be busy. Great for fans because it'll be incredibly regular. I know you guys are very keen to try and get to Las Vegas, which is <laughs> one of the yes. new additions to the calendar. That's the second last round. Australia will be round three next year. And in the coming years, we should be getting a share of the opening round again like we used to. But it's round three in 2023, and China returns to the calendar as well. And sadly, Rusty, Remy Gardner is the son of Wayne Gardner. He's uh, out of the MotoGP at the end of the year. He's off to the World Superbikes. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And so lots of us now wondering whether ultimately he might be able to get back into MotoGP. So there's no doubting his hunger. He's been a world champion in the in the second tier of the of the sport and has a lot to offer. And many of us kind of feel like the bike he was on this year uh, didn't really give him the chance to show his full um, abilities in the premier class. He really does need a second go, I think, a second year at it. So he'll go off to World Superbike. Um, hopefully it's a success for him there. History shows not many come back or, or jump back again. Um, but something's obviously soured in the, in the relationship there, and we wish him well with World Superbike. Good man, Rusty. Thanks for that. Enjoy your grand final day. Will do. Go the Swanee. See you guys. Good on you, Rusty. That's Rusty for Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. 10.32 is the time. 104.7 Triple M. Dead set legends. Tom Rockcliffe and Tom are here until 11.30 this morning. Billy Brownless is going to join us after 11 o'clock. But what Kane Corns has done has been nothing short of phenomenal. Listen to the crowd. Kane's coming in now. This is the final couple of steps on a 725-kilometre journey. What a superstar. Port Adelaide's finest, Kane Corns. All media stouches aside, this has been incredible what he's done. Over $350,000 raised for childhood cancer. We can't get Kane on, but we got his brother on, Chad Corns. Chad, hello to you. <laughs> Uh, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, mate, I want to start with how proud are you of your younger brother, mate? Because I think anyone, um, well, with half a heart, if I'm being honest, has, uh, has really got goosebumps over the past couple of weeks. It's been incredible. Yeah, mate, I've, I've never been more proud of probably anyone, to be honest. Like, he obviously told me about it a few months ago. It sounded brutal when he told me about it. Uh, but then, like, obviously in contact with him throughout every day, um, there was some family that went to meet him. You know, I don't think he ever let on exactly just how bad he was feeling. Uh, but the family relay that back. So, you know, you try and support him um, day in, day out. But watching that the other night, like, obviously Kane was very emotional. I'd never seen him tear, tear up before. He started tearing up, and I, I lost it watching it in bed. Um, oh, the whole family is just, you know, so proud, and, and for the cause he's doing it for. Obviously, uh, he got involved heavily with Lucy in, in that side of charity work when they had their struggles with Eddie, you know, when he was born. And to be honest, it made me feel quite inadequate about the the lack of uh, work I've done in that area. It's it's always been in my mind, like I've touched on it, spoken to people about getting involved, but never really followed through with it. So to see him do what he's done, to raise that amount of money for such a great cause, um, you know, the kids that were there on the night that helped him through it, yeah, it was just unbelievable. And like I said, I, I have never been more proud of, of anyone or, or anything. Absolutely incredible effort. But when you spoke to him, um, he would have been in, in some dark places, I'd imagine. What what did you say to him to, to give him that motivation? Because I, I'd imagine you'd at some point he would have felt like giving up. Yeah, he, there was one day, I think the second day, like really early on where he, he was having that self-doubt. He, 
Rocky, I'm, you know him, you know, reasonably well. Like, there's nothing I could tell him that he wouldn't already know. He's one of the more mentally strong people I've, I've ever known. So I was trying to just lighten it up a bit. Like at the end of every night, he'd put the the reel up of what he'd been through the day, and I was, I'd send through song ideas that I thought would work, and you know, put this song on, you know, while I just and just try and pretty much talk about other things sending photos of my daughter who he just you know actually absolutely loves and videos of her just to try and really sort of take his mind off how bad he was feeling now um chad stick for those that don't know it's it, you know it's, it's averaging 60 k's a day so it's adelaide to monado what he's running it, it is quite incredible and the t- and the times that he was doing in it, you know, like Rocky's been running lately and he's getting nowhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's, uh, he's, well, mum m- was a, a marathon runner. Um, Dad, obviously, a great footy player. So we were, we were blessed with, with some good genes. I didn't get the, the aerobic side of it like Kane did, but Kane's just always loved to run. I've, I've been into him for years about, Mate, this is going to destroy your body. Mm. Running on roads like this isn't good for you. Get in the gym. It'll make you look better. Feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but he's always ignored it. And he, for him, like he's had his mental challenges and struggled with anxiety and a few you know, different things which he's been open with. And I think just getting out on the road and, and smashing himself is what makes him feel good. But, you know, he sent some photos yesterday um, when he finished the day before, like his his ankle right now is oh. as big as you've ever seen an ankle, and he actually said, oh, if, "If I had one more day, I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have gone any wow. further." So, yeah, he got everything he could out of it. That's for sure. A, a huge effort. I, I seen a picture pop up of you the other day, and it's fair to say you've let yourself go oh, in yeah. the off season. <laughs> my, my goodness, very happy, <laughs> chiselled. Oh, oh, I was drooling looking at it, but. Uh, <laughs> Now, let's move on to the footy today. Grand final. Who's your tip? And I want to know what they're in for after they win the game, the, the next oh, no. couple of days. <laughs> talk, us through, talk us through your couple of days after you won it in 04. Um, yeah, it probably sounds, a, I don't know if arrogant is the right word, but the celebrations and the way the club, well, the inability to plan for the week after... <laughs> was really disappointing. Like, I'd build it up in my mind, this is going to be the best thing you've ever been involved with. Like, every day, every night, you know. We did get the keys to the city, but that was a little um, plaque who didn't give us anything. I, don't, like, I, remember, being, I remember being at the, um, the Broadway Hotel in Glenelg on the Sunday, ordered a round of drinks, and you know, again, this sounds really entitled and arrogant, but this is not what... And the guy um, said that'll be you know, whatever oh, it was, oh, fifty no. bucks. No, he didn't charge. And a, a kid next to us said to Dom Cassisi, um, "God, you guys have to pay for this." <laughs> and Dom goes, "Yeah, but this guy hasn't been watching the news." <laughs> um, so, mate, it was a letdown in '04. Like the the joy of winning it, celebrating with the supporters, and that sort of thing was as good as I I thought. So. In 07, I sort of made a bit of a pact to myself. Okay, I'm going to do this properly. Um, I'm really going to celebrate this. <laughs> Which was after you lose by 119 points. Mm. Didn't really want to show your face out and about in Adelaide, but we did anyway. And that was as stupid as this sound. The celebrations or commiserations more so in 07 were a lot more enjoyable than the 04 one. Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, and where are we watching it today, please, Chad? <laughs> Well, it's the great man Dom Cassisi's 40th party tonight. Oh, wow. Um, so there's a, a really good crew going to that, like some you know, some teammates. A lot of them that we played in 04 will be there. So that's that's exciting. So I'll, I'll probably catch up with him and Josh Carr's flying over for it as well. So, um, yeah, got some things to do at home, but catch up with them later in the other. So, Michaela, expect to see you Tuesday? <laughs> no, Michaela's going. And, um, <laughs> yeah, she, she's pretty good at having a few drinks too. So, uh, she'll, I wouldn't dare um, leave without her or go out without her because it would just completely ruin my week next week. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Thank you so much for jumping on board, Chad. Your brother, uh, yeah, incredible what he's done and hopefully he doesn't volcano himself tomorrow for showing too much emotion. 
Okay, thanks for having me, guys. Good on you, Chad. Thanks, mate. Triple M. 15 minutes away from 11 o'clock for your Saturday morning. It is the grand final edition of the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe and Tomo here until 11.30. Then Triple M will be rocking football. Right. Time to open up the phones on one triple three five three. We've got some nuts prizes to give away as well. Double passes galore to Eskimo Joe, if you don't mind. Oh, yes. We're asking the question now. Why are you missing the grand final today, or why have you missed it previously? Because there are genuine halfwits out in this great country of ours that put on events today that no one cares about in terms of weddings or engagement parties or whatever it is, and nothing should be on this day unless it's a grand final party, in my view. Yeah, nothing better than a grand final party party, um, barbecue, fired up, oh beer, sausages, sausage yep. in bread. Yep. Nothing better. I've, I've got to admit, though, today I'm going home. You're going home? Yeah, home today. We've got our boys' joint birthday party tomorrow, so I've got some um, muffins oh, to, to bake yes. and cake to make. So the, the footy's going to be on in the background. So I'm going to have to get home as quick as I can. Rush, otherwise yep. I'll be uh, baking through the grand final. Yeah, but that's okay, mate. You, you've got it on in okay. the background. I'm talking ceremony 2.30 stuff. Oh, no. Like, people are setting up with that, or the bloody Redbacks. We don't have Travis Head with oh. us here today because he's training. What? Dizzy has put put a training, scheduled a training on Saturday of the grand final. Dizzy Gillespie, that is a disgrace. It is un-Australian. Dizzy is dizzy. <laughs> he, he, he must have looked at the schedule and been a bit dizzy when he no. put that, that training session in. That's ridiculous. So what have you had on grand final day? Whether it, Did you have to work or whatever? But if there was an event on, a wedding is the big one for me. How how you you know and forecast that and put it on this day? It's selfish. One triple three five three double passes to give away if you don't mind to Eskimo Joe. We want to hear your stories. Why can't you watch it today? Or why have you missed it previously? Vent with us. One triple three five three triple M. Eight minutes away from 11 o'clock, 104.7 Triple M. This is the Dead Set Legends with Tom Rockliffe and Tom O. We're here until 11.30 today. Then the rub kicks off, and just before that, we'll get Billy Brownless to join us. But, Rock, we are smack bang in the middle of a phone conversation that got a bit heated before. I lost my marbles. I'm on triple three five three. Why are you missing the grand final today, or why have you previously? Because our third cohort, Travis Head, is meant to be here right next to you. Oh. Where is he? He's a training, cricket training. Oh the Redbacks. They haven't won a game for 15 years, <laughs> and they got cricket training on grand final day. Do they think that if you train on grand final day, it means they're going to win a game? Mate, and this is the man that's come off player of the series for Australia, and he's got no pull whatsoever, the skipper of the backs. So we've asked the question on one triple three five three. Why have you missed the grand final? And uh, make sure you join the conversation as we go out to a Jazzy. Justin, hello. Hey, how are you doing, all right? Yeah, good, mate. Why are you missing today? Uh, my daughter's got soccer training. Oh, oh, no. What? What's the story there, Jazz? Uh, she's in the state soccer team, and um, they're going to um, Canberra on the 3rd of uh, October for a national tournament. Oh, well done and, to her, firstly, Jazzy. But why have we got training today? Um, yeah, I know, yeah. They train Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. But, um, yeah, he's chucked in the training for today as well. Oh, <laughs> a build-up for going away. Oh, oh, that's, that's... Um, are you, you gutted, Jazz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My auntie's brother is um, Bob Shelton, who uh, played oh. for South Melbourne years ago and won uh, a few things. Yeah, so, uh, awesome. yeah, I'm pretty keen on the old Sydney team as well, as well as the Crows. Yeah, right. Oh, no, that's awesome. All right, mate. Will you enjoy that and good luck to your daughter? Yep. Well, do. Cheers, mate. Let's, uh, let's head out to Drew from Glenelg. What are you missing today? First bounce, I'll be uh, listening to I Do's. Oh, oh no. you're kidding. Yeah, what is the story there, Drew? Uh, I think they bag for Brisbane. <laughs> Had nothing else to do today. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad from you, Drew. What, are you, did you get the invite and you looked down at the calendar, you thought it was GF Day and just shock would have just appeared all over you? Well, I originally thought it was next week. You know, it's usually the long weekend. Mm. Oh, but, dear. Uh, yeah, right. No, he's not happy with it, old Drew. Not, right? not good at all, is no, it? You can't be missing good. grand final day. It's no. un-Australian. No, that's fair. Who we got there, Rob? We've got uh, Cameron from Woodville. What, what's going on? Why are you missing? G'day, boys. I'll be watching today, but back in 2019, I was driving the Great Ocean Road. Oh, oh no. What? And just didn't realise what weekend it was, Cam? Uh, no, I just sort of worked out that the only weekend we could go away and 
um, don't really go for Richmond or GWS and turns out didn't really miss much. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, that's well, fair. That's it was good. a blow. What, you were looking at the 12 Apostles instead, Cam? <laughs> oh, we're trying to. There's plenty of people there. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So okay. did you just drive it or are you a surfer? Did you get out there and catch a few waves at least? I'm not much of a swimmer, so yeah, just drove it and didn't have any uh, radio reception either, so couldn't even listen to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why you need the listener app, isn't that no, right? Seriously. Yes. And we'll go up to the Adelaide Hills. We've got Mark from Littlehampton. Marcos, hello. Hi, how are we? Good, um, mate. I'm actually, I've got a double whammy. I actually am working most of the day today, and my job today is delivering flowers for weddings. Not today, Mark. Yes. What is happening? Not much. <laughs> I, actually said, I actually said to the first girl I delivered to, I don't know if I should have said, who plans their wedding on AFL Grand Final yeah, Day? Oh, great Seriously. Call. It's un-Australian. It shouldn't, it, like this just, this weekend needs to be blocked, needs to be clear from the start. <laughs> uh, uh, that's all right. I'm going on holidays tomorrow, so I thought I'll work today and I should get home for half time if I'm lucky. Oh, I'll tell you it. what though, wedding venues, churches and all yeah. that, they should be shut. They should not take bookings on AFL Grand Final weekend. I'm with you, Rock. I, mate, you, you're preaching to the uh, choir. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Righto, let's open uh, up this text line as well because we're doing the Grand Final sweep. Remember? Yes. yes. 04885-1047. We want the winner, the margin, and the Norm Smith. A whole heap of uh, texts that have come through. So who are you going again, please? Sydney 24 Parker. Parker. Okay, I'm going Sydney 8 Swans. Chad Warner. Billy Brownless to join us shortly. Triple M. 104.7 Triple M. It's the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe and Tom are here until 11.30 today. And then the rub will kick off. And the main man of the rub, I'll tell you what, oh. it's Christmas Day for this unit. Billy Brownless joins us right now. Bill, you got us. Tomo and Tommy, how are you, boys? Very exciting day. Let me tell you, we've got the cats going around, of course, and all getting excited now. But also, I've got a horse running. Rocky, you'll love this up at the Golden Rose in Sydney, Group 1. Oh, Number 11, Fast Witness, something each way, if you don't mind. If both two win, the Cats and Fast Witness, look out, you won't see me for a year. Well, Bill, I uh, I did send it to you a while ago. Not usual glorious, won the Benalla Gold Cup yesterday, the home I cup. I saw that. I saw that, the Benalla Gold Cup. Resp- up there. We're, just at, we're here at Crown having a look around. You're magnificent. Some people should close their blinds, let me tell you. But um, <laughs> well done. Well done, Coco, on the uh, – uh, that's all right, Vanilla Gold Cup. What did it pay? Uh, got off oh, the map into $1.95. It was $2.90 oh, into $1.95. Hey, that's your, your money, Rocky. Those, you made out of those sports nights where no one turns up. <laughs> hey, speaking of sporties, Bill, how we look this week? Because I'm hearing a bit thin with the public holidays in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. Well, Thursday and Friday doesn't bloody help things, public holidays. So a few, it's been a bit quieter. But I, um, Stevie J's had a good little week. Let me tell you. Wow. We, he, he stayed with me and he, he's been active. He's been active. active. Now, now we're, uh, we're speaking to Geelong legend Billy Brownless, who actually didn't show up on grand final day, played oh, in no. a fair few, didn't oh, wow. uh, perform all that well ever in, in a grand final. So you do know a fair bit about losing grand finals. <laughs> how, mu- how much... By Sydney today. How much do they win by? Nah, cats win, mate. Cats win. Cats win. They're a better side. They win by a goal each quarter. So that's four goals in my book. So they win by four. <laughs> and you've got to get on Jeremy Cameron or maybe uh, Tommy Stewart down back. A beautiful day over here. You've probably got rain in Adelaide. Nah, that. it's beautiful. Nah, it's lovely here too. So the Fords will be loving this. So look out for the big Fords. Hey, and Maxie Holmes laid out. Is that what we're hearing, Bill? Yeah, yeah, Maxie are laid out, unfortunately. So yeah. they brought in Parford as a sub, and mm-hmm. O'Connor comes into the side. So, yeah, but interesting enough, it's um, Sydney still going with Sam Reed. Yeah. And, you know, you know, with a groin or an abductor, geez, that, that could hurt him later in the game, I would have thought. It certainly could if he gets a little bit sore. Now, we're hearing that uh, you may be a little bit late to the rub, but what are you going to bring today? Because we heard that you're a grand finalist for enough of the year. Oh, it can't be true. Well, well Bernie will win it. He should win it. He, the only reason he doesn't win it is because he runs it. So, um, <laughs> uh, no, Jim's got a couple of late entries. He's not happy with that, Jim. He Ooh. thinks he does everything so right. But he's got a couple of late entries and... Uh, uh, also, Bluey, where's old Bluey? <laughs> He's over there filling the pockets too, I think. Now, yeah, no, everyone is. Now, Bill, we've spoken to a couple of guests today. We spoke to Drew Bolton, who actually gave us some footy insight. You've given us nothing, no. but no. we know that if Geelong win to- today, are you going to be in the song like Bernie Vince was oh, last on. year, singing the Premiership song? I, I can't say I will be, and I can't say I won't be. <laughs> 
I'd be hands how many beers down I am, and, and if they win, and two if I get if I get into the room, that'd be handy. Uh, and I might just burst in there and sing the song. So look out, that's standby. I'm on. We're not going to see you crying again oh, like a couple on. of years ago. Well, yeah, I can't say. I'm, you don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes you get emotional. You're allowed to get emotional, you blokes. But you to, to cry a bit, show a bit of emotion. <laughs> Hey, you're a star, Bill. Thank you so much for joining us on the Dead Set Legends, mate. Hopefully your cats can have a good day, and we'll hear you on the rub from 11.30. Good on you. Thanks, boys. Go, cats. Good on you, Bill. Morning, Adelaide. 104.7 Triple M. It's 19 minutes past 11 o'clock. The Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe and Tomo holding the fort this morning. We're, uh, we've had a man down on the biggest show of the year, Rock. Oh, biggest show, and we're solo. Well, we're not solo. We're a duo. Yes. And uh, hasn't it been probably the best show that we've done uh, it's ever? Been quite incredible, actually. Um, anyway, we, we've lost Callum Ferguson. We've lost him uh, three weeks ago, so he's going over to India for massive cash. We caught up with him as well. You can yeah. get that on the listener app. We spoke to him a little bit earlier in yep. the show. He's over there having a good time, peer pressuring younger players, which I don't really no. like to see. George Hall and Smith, I yeah. think, is the one that he's been targeting the most. Yeah, things aren't too good over there in terms of like a alcohol consumption. Mm, responsibly, of course, obviously. as we always encourage here at Triple M. But uh, yeah, and then Travis Head, no head today. No, no head. No. No show. He just, he just decided to go. Training. <laughs> Training. Training, for God's sakes. And we spoke to Dizzy. Did we hear from Dizzy a little bit earlier? Oh, yeah, we did speak to Dizzy a little bit. <laughs> time to do this. <laughs> On Triple M's Dead Set Legends, it's time for the, the Crystal, Crystal Ball. <laughs> Oh, okay, so the crystal ball is where we sort of try to predict something either for the weekend rock or it can be down the track. I think I've, I've thrown something out there. Uh, Travis had to go back-to-back Australian Summer uh, Player of the Series. Obviously, he did it against England, and I reckon he'll do it again. So that was my one from a few weeks ago. So we'll have to check in on that later on in the year. And you've had a few good ones this year. Yeah, I've nailed pretty much everything I've touched this year oh, on nice. Triple M. So... Um, I'm going to just stick to the grand final, what we've been promoting all day, that the yep. competition that we've been running. So I'm going to stay with that. Yep. I'm going to go Sydney by 24 points and Parker to win the Norm Smith. And okay. I'm going to throw Jeremy Cameron for the first goal. Oh, I like that. You've been big, big on the Swans, mate. Here's what you dropped in February. The big riser for 2022 is going to be Sydney. The, yep. Where yes. they sit, the way they played last like year. Yep. They've got exciting young talent coming through. That's a good pickup. I dropped this about five weeks ago. I've got Nord to win the flag. They play the Adelaide Football Club tomorrow. I think they'll do them. They'll do North. They'll make their way into a granny and just uh, it take up. it home nicely. Just a couple of little nice mm. ones. Nice nice, quick ones there. We, we uh, And we went into the vault to see if we could find anything that Ferg had predicted that was right. We couldn't find anything not, like that. Not a thing from Ferg. Yeah. And look, we're still waiting for something from Ferg, but here's what he dropped. Essendon improving again, my boys. Uh, I think they're going to move up to sixth. Yes, that's right. Okay, so my crystal ball today, Robbie Williams, okay, is the pre-match entertainment. I reckon he will deliver Angels better than this. Country New South Wales out there, and Rocky dropped that about three months ago on the source, which is fantastic. Enjoy your grand final day, Adelaide. Have a lot of fun. We'll catch you next Saturday. See you, bye.